Vi ste uz SBS na Srpskom. Tenis kolekte SBS radio. Tenis kolekto SBS radio. Tenis kolekto SBS radio. Tenis kolekto SBS radio. Yesterday at day five of the Australian Open, Novak Djokovic proved to be having a fairly easy day. He is now through to the fourth round of the Australian Open in a match that left one fan tired of what they were seeing. Last year's Australian Open champion defeated Yoshihito Nishioka in straight sets, 6-3, 6-2, 6-2 in a match that lasted only 83 minutes. But during the match, shortly after Djokovic had broken in the third set and already was leading two sets to none, one fan had appeared to call it a day. Fans picked up the moment as a Nishioka fan decided to shut her eyes for a moment and have a quick snooze as the Serbian star neared victory. Yesterday's victory was the second time that Djokovic beat a Japanese opponent at the tournament after he defeated Tatsuma Ito in straight sets on Wednesday in the second round. For Djokovic, it is the 13th time the Serb has made it to the last 16 at Melbourne Park and he is currently chasing a record-extending eighth crown. Here's what he had to say at the press conference after the match. Uh, Nishioka serves in the beginning of the set, uh, each set, so... Was that a big advantage during match for you? Well, when you start every set with a break advantage, of course, it gives you more confidence, you know, and you you know you, you kind of feel a little bit more relaxed. And uh, I knew that I'm going to have a lot of chances on his serve uh, service games because his his, his serve is not uh, his advantage, so to say, not his weapon and. Um, get, I knew I'm going to get a lot of returns back in play and try to be aggressive, protect the line, move him around the court and uh, kind of give him always a different ball, play pretty fast as well and uh, it worked well, it worked really well. I think my, my serve was uh, again very efficient um, and giving me a lot of free points, a lot of aces and service winners which uh, was the case in the also opening two matches of of Australian Open. Nishioka is a lefty and uh, he is well known as a kind of tricky player, but it uh, seems like it doesn't matter to you. So maybe what what did you expect from him and why can, can you adjust that well against his tricky play? Well, he's definitely one of the quickest, if not the quickest player we have on the tour. Uh, and uh, he... he, he gets a lot of balls back and uh, if you get into the rally with him you know and and you start to play uh, kind of neutral tennis I mean it this is the style and the rhythm that he likes he doesn't like when you you know get him off off the off the balance play very fast short balls mix up the pace you know of course it's easier said than done you know tactically you need to do uh, the right things in a, in, a, in a best possible way and execute those game plans that you have in mind and you prepared for before the match. And uh, I've done that very well against him in the last two matches and that's all there is, you know. Of course, sometimes, uh, you know, you just feel better on the court with, with some players and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But uh, I, uh, I thought serve 
both in Madrid in Davis Cup and here when I played him helped me a lot because I was getting a lot of free points there. other aspects of the game that you're particularly happy with at the moment and I think you think you need to improve on? I mean, you, you know, you can always uh, improve, I think. You, it's, that's the, the beauty of the sport. Um, I think in terms of uh, ser service rhythm that I have at the moment and uh, uh, winning percentage from the first serves is, is really high. So that's, that's probably as, as best as my serve can can actually be at the moment, which which I am very pleased with, and it allows me to go quicker through my games and uh, win more dominantly my service games and and put additional pressure on my uh, the service games of my opponent. So that's definitely something that is useful going towards uh, now the second week of the Grand Slam. Um, from back of the court, I've, I've been playing pretty pretty well, both forehand and backhand, backhand side, very solid backhand, forehand today, a lot of winners, not too many unforced errors, and um, that's kind of a, a game style that I would like to maintain and kind of nurture for the second week. Uh, obviously, I ended up this tournament last year with two fantastic performances against Puy in the semis and Rafa in, in the finals, and those were some, some of the best performances I had ever you know in the grand slam uh, semis and, and finals so you know i love playing on the court i like the conditions and i am starting to feel uh, very very comfortable and compact on the court so i'm going to try to you know keep that going you've been a witness a first-hand witness of the relation between nadal and feather for the last decade or longer do you see any difference between the way this relation worked back then and now well, there, there's always a respect, I think, uh, between the two of them. And uh, I think me included in the mix, there was always tremendous respect that we have for each other. And I think uh, the, their contrast of styles in, in, the, in the game and what they have managed to achieve is uh, unbelievable and it's, it's historical. So uh, obviously their rivalry was always very special because of the contrast of the styles of play and the way they are as personalities. Uh, their relationship, I mean, I, I don't know uh, how close or, or not close they are really off the court, but uh, one thing that I see from, from the side is that there always has been a, a, a mutual respect. Of course, at the beginning of the of their rivalry, the things seemed a little bit different than they are now. I think that... Uh, uh, they both matured as, as players, as, as, as people, and uh, I think their relationship also as well. Novak, you've been um, plant-based for four years. Just talk a little bit about that, how that's helped you um, with your health and, and, and as an athlete to kind of stay at the top of your game. Well, I'm, I'm very pleased to, uh, to be plant-based and play on this level, you know, for, for now four, four and a half years. And um, there's, there's been a lot of... Um, Criticism, uh, also, uh, you know, people around me uh, didn't really think that I could do that. Uh, there was a, there was a lot of doubt and uh, a lot of question marks. And um, I've been through through different phases uh, of um, kind of adapting to that to that new lifestyle because it, it is a lifestyle more than just a diet. Because you have the ethical reasons as well, you know, being 
conscious of uh, what is happening in the animal world and you know the slaughtering of, of, of animals and farming and everything that uh, there is obviously a, a huge impact also on the climate change that maybe people don't talk about as much so I you know it's more than a performance reason for me it's it's um, a lifestyle really it's a, it's an approach it's something that I'm really proud of and and uh, hopefully that community grows even more uh, hopefully I can inspire other athletes that it is possible to to be plant-based and to recover well to have strength to have muscles I mean I'm not a weightlifter of course but I, I do um, have an optimal balance between the, the you know the strength and, and power and speed and um, you know nothing seemed to be missing I mean at least uh, from my experience so I'm I, I will keep on enjoying that. Today is a special day for a lot of dates. Uh, Karina Vostiaki uh, lost her game, ending her career. She, like uh, yourself, grew up in a small country, managing to be world number one and winning a Grand Slam. In your mind, what's her legacy? Uh, well, first of all, it's um, it's sad to, to see her leave, in a way, uh, uh, tennis because she has been a great champion and she has been a, a, a friend of mine for uh, for many years you know we we used to uh, she used to spend a lot of time in Monaco and where I reside with my family so uh, I've seen I've, I have seen her a lot of times and also privately you know with with my wife and we've been friends and um, she's a wonderful person and someone that uh, has you know left a great legacy in this sport uh, but you know, she, I, as as I can um, recall, she has struggled with her health in the last uh, year, year and a half, and um, I hope that um, that she will be healthy and happy in anything that she pursues after this. And uh, she has a great husband, and it seems like they're going towards having a family if they if they decide to have to have kids. I mean, I wish them all the best. And uh, hopefully we can see her more in tennis, you know, because uh, I'm sure that uh, she'll tell she'll tell you better and more. But you know, once once you're uh, reaching these highest levels of, of tennis and of sport, you you can't can't really get away from the sport uh, ever. I mean, I, you're always going to follow it. You're always going to be part of it, and and the sport needs her, you know, in different roles, obviously. So um, I wish her all the best. Dajte like, podelite, komentarišite, pratite SBS Serbian Facebook profil.